Welcome to the Coffee with Kathy podcast. Take a moment to subscribe and like us on Facebook if you haven't already. You can also check out all of our books, merch, and future podcasts at coffeewithkathy.com. Now grab yourself a cup of coffee and get ready to be encouraged. Here's your host, Pastor Kathy Heitschu. Good, glorious morning, all my peeps. It's time for Coffee with Kathy. Hope you got a nice cup of coffee. Oh, that's what I forgot. I was going to the kitchen to see if she had made coffee because I was going to get coffee to bring coffee down here so that I could have coffee with Kathy. And I totally forgot to get my coffee, y'all. Good morning, Randy, Carrie Ann, Tammy, Sparky, all my friends. Welcome to Coffee with Kathy. Going to be a glorious, glorious, great day. It's snowing outside. Are you so excited? We're getting snow on the last day of March. What a great way to end my birthday month. (laughs) Today's going to be really good. Where is your complaining taking you? Where does complaining lead you to? What does complaining lead you to? How about that? Someone get Kathy some coffee. (laughs) Uh, This is really good. Growth happens when you don't need an apology. Amen. Why don't you just start tagging people right now who owe you an apology? Could you just share this broadcast and just tag people who owe you an apology? You're bound to have some people in your life that owe you an apology and you have not gotten your apology yet and you are ready for your apology. So just start tagging them. Good morning, Jim and Mary. Good morning, Kathy. We, we live on all the platforms. As, as y'all know, Sarah's back in the studio, so we live on all the platforms now, and I'll be able to see all of your comments. And good morning, Barb. I do love the snow. <laughs> it's so great. Hey, Joy. Good morning, Joy. Growth happens when you don't need an apology because you've already made peace with who they are. Is Justin out of Facebook jail? Oh, you still in jail, Justin? I'm oh, sorry, buddy. We're going to have to get you a nail file. Uh, because you've already made peace with who they are. Amen. Good morning. Um, I don't know that I've ever seen an, oh, okay, Tammy. Yeah, you, you hear early girl. We have like an intro and all of our swag and this is great. We have great stuff when you click on early. (laughs) The enemy wants it to define you, but God will use it to refine you. What a great one today. Growth happens when you don't need an apology because you've already made peace with who they are. That's important. You know, sometimes you just got to make peace with who they are. That's just who they are, and you just got to make peace with it. Amen? The enemy wants it to define you, but God will use it to refine you. In 2 Thessalonians 3.16, Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every every, in every way, the Lord be with you all. Second Thessalonians 3.16, that's good. May the Lord of peace give uh, himself give you peace at all times in every way. That was your Coffee with Kathy daily devotional journal. Hope you're following along with. We're reading the Bible through in a year in our journal. We have lots of places in here for you to journal. So today you should just journal all the people who owe you an apology and tag them in Jesus' name. I'm going to have to stay on here about two hours for some of y'all to be able to just get everybody tight. <laughs> just kidding. We're talking about where will your complaining take you? I know none of y'all complain. None of you, none of my viewers are complainers. But this is going to be a good message for your mother-in-law. 
you're going to want to share this on your page so your mother-in-law will watch this and she'll stop complaining. We're going to teach people how to stop complaining. Amen. Amen. So we're going to start in Philippians 2. If you have your Bible, turn to Philippians 2 and verse 14. It says, and this is in the Amplified. I like the Amplified, not because it's loud. <laughs> uh, it's a bad joke my husband makes all the time. But because it gives you extra words. And, and I'm from Century. And so people from Century, Florida, huh, it's real close to Alabama, they need extra words. So it gives us extra words. Um, oh, that's right, Tammy. We are, we are not. Oh, it won't let you comment anymore? Oh, okay. oh, Justin's out of jail? Oh, this is great news. Justin, land of the free. Amen. Welcome, America. Verse 14, do all things without grumbling and fault-finding and complaining and questioning and doubting amongst yourselves. Now, that's a whole preach right there. Just verse 14 is a whole preach right there. Do all things. What things? How many things? All things. This is, this is not easy to do. I, I'm a professional complainer. I will admit, amen, I'm a professional. It's not easy to just stop complaining. But it can be done. You can do all things. It says do all things without grumbling. You can't be a fault finder without complaining against God, without, <clears throat> excuse me, questioning and doubting amongst yourselves that you may show yourselves to be blameless and guileless, innocent and uncontaminated children of God without blemish, faultless, unrebukable. Wouldn't that be great? You can live your life in such a way that you would be unrebukable. Excuse me, my name is Kathy. I'm unrebukable. Hello, my name is Kathy. I'm unrebukable. I mean, could you imagine? What a great life that would be. You live your life in such a way. I mean, that is the goal. Hashtag goals. Everybody right now, hashtag goals. That's great. That we could have a goal to be unrebukable in our life. In the middle of a crooked and wicked generation, it's a spiritually perverted and perverse, perverse generation. Ain't that the truth? The whole world, <laughs> among whom you are seen as bright lights, you are seen as bright stars, you are seen as beacons shining out clearly in the dark world. Philippians 2, 14 and 15. Isn't that great? You ought to highlight that in your Bible. Amen. Hashtag goals. So too many times we forget the things that we should be thankful for. I mean, one of the biggest problems of being a complainer is that you forget the things you should be thankful for. You actually forget to be thankful. And that makes you a complainer. Too many times we allow the cares of this world to sidetrack us. We allow the cares of the world, what's going on in the world, to sidetrack us, to get us distracted. We let the world distract us. How many times have you found yourself distracted by the world and things of the world? Just your phone for crying out loud. I mean, have you ever, seriously, you go to look something up, and the next thing you know, you know, four hours into it, you, you're watching somebody stamp concrete. You don't, you don't even know how you got to stamping concrete. I didn't even know it was a, such a thing. My brother does concrete work, and he's, he's great at stamping concrete. But you find yourself, like, I don't know, you find yourself on toilet paper ads or something, and let's just talk about that for a minute. I mean, this is pretty, this is really funny. But think about that. Why do we have toilet paper ads? Like, 
think about it, Sarah. Who, who is not getting the memo that you need toilet paper? Why? Why do we have ads for toilet paper? Like, who's, who's, who's seeing this ad on TV and says, oh, Whoa, there's toilet paper? There's something you can use but wipe your behind? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Never mind. Tammy's on. Tammy. I forgot my, my cousin Tammy's on, and she's a farmer and everything. And so they probably are ads for people like her, for farmers like her, that have been using corn cobs way too long and handful of leaves way too long and no choking on the set. No drinking coffee and choking on the set. But, but who, I'm just curious, who needs a toilet paper ad? And, and why, why do we have bears advertising? Why, why is there a bear advertising toilet paper ads? I, I mean, not a bunny, not something cute with a soft tush. You know, what are we doing? I don't know, America. Wake up. But anyway, back to complaining. I'm not complaining about toilet paper or anything like that. I'm just saying people like my cousin Tammy. Um, but I bet that you can think of half a dozen people right now that are complainers. Matter of fact, why don't you just, uh, well, you don't know if it's, uh, yeah, okay, uh, wipe is, okay. Oh, this is why they need toilet paper ads. Okay, Sparky, I'm, I'm gonna give you that. Uh, I'll give you that, that you write. There's the, there it is, there it is, that's the reason. But I bet you could, you could start tagging complainers right now. Why don't you just start tagging people who complain? Just randomly tag a bunch of people who complain all the time. They're not going to know why you're tagging them, but just start tagging complainers because I bet all of us could sit down and think about half a dozen people who complain, half a dozen people who just suck the life and the energy out of the room when they walk into the room. Maybe you're married to them. You should tag them. If they're a complainer, you should tag them in Jesus' name. You know, people who nothing satisfies them, they're angry at the world, they're mad at the world, they're just, they're mad at everybody. They wake up mad and go to bed mad. They're just complainers. Uh, you should tag them right now. Just start tagging all of your complaining friends. Amen? Oh, that's a good one, Randy, a toilet emoji. I'm just curious, that's all. But see, Sparky says, what happens to a young boy who don't wipe his behind? He grows up to be a man that don't wipe his behind. And that's why some people need toilet paper ads. So, you know, I get it. But we're going, going back to um, complainers. You, you know at least half a dozen people or more who are complainers. But how many people do you know who are thankful? Every time you talk to them, they're grateful. Uh, they're grateful for life. They're grateful that they're even alive and breathing and got woke up this morning. And they're just grateful, thankful people. You know, when you look in the mirror, do you see a complainer, a person you would not want to be in the room with for very long? Or do you see somebody who is thankful and grateful and counts their blessings all the time, right? Because you want to hang around people who are thankful. You want to get away from those complainers and move yourself toward hanging around people who are grateful and thankful people because you'll become like the people you hang around, right? And whenever the Bible talks about murmuring and complaining, you can find scriptures in the Bible, especially the Old Testament, of people who murmur and people who complain all the time, complaining and murmuring, and, and, and it never ended well for them. Can I tell you? It never ended well for them. 
There's nobody in the Bible who spent so much of their time complaining and murmuring against God. And he said, oh, you're so great. You're so loving. I'm so proud of you. No, it never ended well for them. And it doesn't end well for us either, right? The Bible instructs us to be without grumbling, fault finding, and complaining against God. See, whenever you complain about something, you're complaining against your heavenly father. If you complain about somebody, well, that's his child. So ultimately, you're complaining against your father. If you complain about something that's happening, you're complaining against your father. The mere fact that, you're, that we're here on this earth uh, and still alive after so much grumbling and complaining is a miracle that we should be thankful for every day. There's a toilet paper emoji are you kidding me? How do I not? Ha how do I miss all these emojis? I guess I just use my recent ones, and and I never go exploring. But there's literally a toilet paper and a toilet bowl emoji. Amen. So the mere fact that you're here, but listen, when you make a habit of whining and complaining, do you know those whining people? I mean, it's bad enough that you got to live with a toddler that whines or a teenager that whines, but it's super bad when they grow up to be a whining crybaby adult. It's true. You should just tag some whining crybaby adults right now. Just type their name in the comments so we can all know who they are. Amen. When you make a habit of whining and complaining about how terrible your life is, can I tell you, God is listening? He is listening every time we complain, every time we grumble and whine. God is listening, right? And you know that very few people, I'll add this in for free, very few people bounce back from ungratefulness and bitterness once it sets in their um, heart. They rarely bounce back. Complainers that let it go off into bitterness and ungratefulness rarely bounce back. But not any of us, amen? We're, we're, all, we're all on our bounce back. I'm getting my bounce back. Hey, I'm, I need a song. I'm getting my bounce back. I'm getting my bounce back. I need like a rap kind of a, you know. Huh. Maybe Emily could rap me one out. Hmm. Huh. According to 1 Corinthians 10.10, we must not complain against God as some of them did. That is why they were destroyed. This, this 1 Corinthians, y'all, 1 Corinthians 10, 10. We, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, tag Emily, amen. We must not complain against God as some of them did. That is why they were destroyed. See, there's a curse that comes along with your complaining, right? Think about that. There's a curse that comes along with your complaining. You know, being ungrateful, being a complainer opens up your body to attacks. It opens you up to be attacked by the enemy. Every time you complain and murmur, it opens you up for attacks. People wonder like, how did this attack come on me? Where did this come from? You probably complain. You're probably a complainer, right? And that's, that's the way it starts the downward spiral that you find yourself on. You can usually trace it back to being a complainer, being ungrateful, not counting your blessings, not being thankful. So where will your complaining take you? I'm glad you asked. Number one, it'll take you down a road of discontentment. If you know how to spell discontentment, you should type that out right now. I, I say that because some people in this room, <coughs> Sarah, 
Um, they they don't know, probably know how to spell discontentment, but so but I don't know. You're getting better because you're playing that wordle game and everything. So hashtag homeschool. But discontentment. This is when listen to this definition. This is when nothing can satisfy you. You know those people. Nothing can satisfy them. You ought to type their name out right now. Nothing can satisfy them. Discontentment. Nothing brings them. Uh, uh, to a place of feeling um, like the, you, I don't need any more. They're never going to get to that place where I just don't need any more. I don't need anything else. No, they're never satisfied. Never satisfied. And this is critical because if you begin to harbor these feelings, nothing, I mean nothing, type out the word nothing. Nothing good will come of it, right? Nothing good. If you start harboring these, this discontentment, nothing good is going to come from it. And here's the proof. Hebrews 13, 5. Hebrews 13, 5. Um, well, that is true. What if you tag someone which will give him or her another reason to complain? But maybe it won't, though. Maybe it won't give them a reason to complain. Maybe it will give them a resource to stop complaining. <laughs> yes, Randy, Debbie. I'm glad you tagged Debbie. Amen. Oh, my bad. I thought you was tagging our mutual friend, Debbie. Oh, sorry, Debbie Downer. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't even know anybody named Debbie. It's, it's all the Felicia's. She makes these comments like she wasn't my teacher. Okay, calm down. Hold up. That's a low blow, low blow, low blow. Um, Watching from Kenya. Welcome. I'm not even going to try Jairus. I will try. Amen. Welcome from Kenya. Glad to have you here. As long as you ain't selling or, or anything like that, we're selling me anything or trying to get a booking, we're, we're going to keep you here. Amen. Hebrews 13, 5. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content. Write that out right now. Be content. Two words. Be content. Listen, Emily, I'm going to tell you what's going on. Uh, what's going on, what's really, really going on. I'm not even going to bring up your trash business because i got to put this on a podcast. So let me just say, the Bible says, as a side note, the Bible says a man that finds a, a wife, not the girl that finds a player, not the girl that finds a boyfriend, not the girl that finds a BFF, the Bible says, a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. Huh. Uh, where was I? Hebrews 13, 5. Be content. Write the word. Be content. That's right, Kathy. That's right, Randy. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be content with what you have. You, are, you will have guaranteed peace in your life. I guarantee you will have success in your life if you would be content. Be content. Let God bring you the increase. Let God bring you resources. Amen. Absolutely. But be content with what you have right now and where you are. Use what you have right now and be content. More things are not going to make it better for you. Having more stuff isn't going to make it better for you. Actually, becoming a minimalist will make it a lot of things better for a lot of people. People aren't going to bring you fulfillment. I know some of you young single girls out there, you know, you strolling around trying to find a guy that fulfills you, trying to find a guy that loves you and will bring you fulfillment. But just so you know, you heard it here first. You heard it at Coffee with Kathy. Hashtag Kathy said it. 
Jesus is the only person, the only person who brings you satisfaction, fulfillment. You ain't got no business looking for somebody else to do what only Jesus can do. Amen. Can I get an amen from all the married people in the house? Can I get a witness? But God is the source of everything you're ever going to need. And once you put him first, I'll know that you put God first by what's happening in your life. I can tell that you're putting God first by the things that's happening in your life. So this is a good sign for some of y'all. That player is not for you. Hmm. Amen. You're not his wifey. You're not his wifey material. Hmm. Amen. Well, that was just, we'll edit that out. First Timothy 6, 7 and 8 says, For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and clothing with these shall we be content. If you have food, be content. If you have clothing, be content. Be thankful. The only thing you can take to heaven is souls. Honestly, the only thing you can take to heaven is souls. You should care so much about the soul of the person that you hang around with, that you talk to, that you spend time with. You should so care about souls because that's the only thing you can take with you. Right? Souls is all you can take. The number two thing, where, where will complaining take me? Number one, discontentment. Number two, it'll take you down a road of selfishness. Write this word, selfishness. It, it, it has two S's. <laughs> selfishness. Well, actually, there's four altogether, but two at the end. Discontentment will lead you to being a selfish person. Complaining will lead you to being selfish. It's true. It's true. Be thankful. That's right, Barb. Be thankful. When somebody becomes selfish, nothing is going to get in their way of fulfilling their happiness. Nobody, no thing, no nothing there one time, none yet. Nothing is going to get in their way of trying to be happy and fulfill that happiness that they want to have. This is a major reason America's in the state it's in. This is why America is in the shape it's in right now. We... But I ain't even going to go there. Selfish. They're just a bunch of selfish people. Not any of us, amen. Shellfish. That's right, Kathy. Shellfish. Second <laughs> um, Timothy 3. Let's look at verse 2. It says, for people, this is, this is America today. Y'all is wanting to know. Uh, here we go. For people will be lovers of themselves. Selfish people. People will be lovers of themselves. I love myself so much. They will be lovers of money. Didn't say they will have money. Didn't say they will acquire money. It said they will be lovers of money. They will be proud. They will be arrogant. You know any arrogant people? If you know any people that fit any of these descriptions, just start typing their name out so we can know them. <laughs> they will be abusive, disobedient to their parents, that's pretty much a lot of Gen Z right now. There's some disobedient to their parents, disobedient to their pastor's wife, disobedient to their pastor. Their pastor tells them don't be dating that person, and they go behind their back and do it anyway, and then try to say they ain't dating, but they is dating. Huh. The devil is a liar. Ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, 
You can just get on Facebook and read all kind of people slandering. People slander this and slander that and slander all. Ah, Tammy said, Carrie, are you still here? <laughs> just kidding. Without self-control, self-control, Kathy, practice self-control, girl. You got this. Brutal, not loving good things, not loving what is good, treacherous, reckless. Know any reckless people? Do you know any reckless people in your neighborhood, in your community, in your state? Swollen with conceit. You know what it's like to be swollen? I mean, I, I am swollen. At, I can't even get my ring on and off most days as I'm swollen. This is the problem. I need a water pill. <laughs> uh, uh, swollen with conceit, all blowed up. You know, kind of how I think I look with this turtleneck on. It's strange how a turtleneck does kind of make you have a double jaw or triple chin. And you think a turtleneck is supposed to cover that up, but it's not covering very good. Yes, my gut is swollen too, Tammy. This is the thing is, is I'm swollen. That's why I can't get my ring off and on, but it, it's not... It's not got nothing to do with my weight or anything like that. It's just the air. It's the temperature. It's humidity. There's a lot of humidity in Illinois. <laughs> it's a lot of humidity. It's the humidity. Swollen with conceit, y'all. Just so conceited. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. But not us, amen? Not us. Not coffee with Kathy drinking kind of people. Yes, yeah, see, I, when I say slap your neighbor, the only really good thing you can learn from Will Smith is that when I say slap your neighbor, that is a proper slap. I'll, I'll say that. That's proper. Slap your neighbor. Don't let them die and go to hell. Slap some sense into them. Amen. Yeah, this is what it is, Tammy. You And you got a good excuse because you live in Florida. It's 100% humidity in Florida. So you're really just swollen because of the humidity. But honestly, every time I go to Florida, I gain like 10 pounds. Of humidity. But when I come back to Illinois, Tammy, this is what you need to do. You just come up here for a quick visit, about three or four days. You will pee out all that humidity. You lose 10 pounds. And then you be a, a size, a, a pant size smaller immediately. Just get to the north. Just get north of the Mason-Dixon line. I got this weight thing figured out. So calm down, everybody. Hey, Rob. Rob's in Canada. If you really want to lose a lot of weight, you drive straight north to Canada and you will lose so much because there's no humidity in Canada. They don't even know what humidity is. They couldn't spell it if they wanted to. But listen, I, I got some doctor advice. I was thinking about another show, Sarah, we could do, you know, like some kind where I could give advice, you know, like not coffee, not comedy, but it's got to be something. To give doctor advice if you're not a doctor? Psh, listen, I'm going to have my doctorate by the end of the year. So what I'll do is I'm work, my husband and I are working on our doctorate. We've got a lot of things to write and theses and papers and all to finish our, our doctorate degree. But I will be Dr. Kathy by 2023. So when that time gets here, we're going to have a new show where I give uh, doctor ad medical advice. Doctor advice head advice, all of that. I'm going to help all the mentally healthy, unhealthy people. Okay? What was I talking about? Lovers of self rather than lovers of God. And then we went, what was I talking about, y'all? Wait. This was good, though. It was about giving doctor advice. 
because in you, Linda, I said I should I should give a doctor. Oh, humidity. Yes. Listen, you go straight to Canada. There's no humidity. So the further north you go, the more weight you lose. It's genius. You want to be a skinny person. Like, quit, quit making yourself puke. Calm down. Calm down with that finger down the throat puking business. Just move north. Just move north. Who knew? Who knew? Okay, rather than lover, rather, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. See, selfish people, there's nothing at stake for them. They have nothing at stake. Selfish people just selfish, and, and all, they're conceited, and all they think about is themselves. This is the perfect example, 2 Timothy 3, perfect example of selfish people, a selfish person, right? They just go based on what feels good. Well, it feels good to say that, feels good to treat you like that, feels good to do that, feels good to be, you know. Just whatever feels good. They, they throw away righteousness and responsibility for a feeling of pleasure. And, and the Bible says sin is pleasurable for a season. Sin is fun. It's pleasurable. I get it. The Bible says for a season. It sure is. But in the end, death. Amen? But in the end is death. So I don't want to live in sin, no matter how pleasurable it is, because I don't want to die. Not like that, baby. Not like that. So they throw away responsibility and righteousness for a feeling of pleasure. Don't, I say all that to say, don't allow complaining to have a place in your life. Just don't do it. Don't allow complaining to have a place in your life. You have food in your belly and a roof over your head. You got an amazing son-in-law. What else? Favorite kid. What else do you need? Amen. You have so much to be thankful for. So, I did. I told. I just got through saying, if you got a roof over your head and food in your stomach, and a and a favorite son-in-law with that is the favorite kid, then you. What else does a person need? Amen. Amen. So, that's been coffee with Kathy. I hope you make it a coffee drinking kind of day. I thank all of you for partnering with us. You're helping us reach the lost at, at, at any cost. You're helping us feed hungry kids. You're helping us take co coffee with Kathy on the road. You're helping us take comedy with Kathy on the road. So thank you. Hashtag donate um, on Facebook or RiversideRockford.com forward slash give. There's multiple ways that you can give into the kingdom. Amen. Um, not your tithe. Your tithe belongs to your church. But if you want to sow offerings, A to the man. Um, we appreciate you. And uh, uh, looking forward to next week's Coffee with Kathy. So go make it. Am I doing good on time? I did great. Go make it a coffee drinking kind of day. Introducing the Coffee with Kathy Daily Devotional Journal. It has daily encouragement, confessions, reading plans, and more. Available on coffeewithkathy.com or Amazon Prime. You can also check out the Coffee with Kathy sweatshirts, coffee mugs, and bundles on coffeewithkathy.com. Also, if you haven't already, take a minute to subscribe to the Coffee with Kathy podcast where you can get encouraged weekly. Now go make it a coffee drinking kind of day.